Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, everybody. This is Angie, your host for from Religion of Woohoo. And I wanted to jump on and share a little bit with you tonight. Is I'm actually recording this on the evening of the full moon, the strawberry full moon in June. And full moons have always been like, I don't know. I've always been obsessed with the moon (laughs) ever since I was little. But like as I've gotten older, especially probably in the last six years since I've had my spiritual awakening, I've been like really in tune with this, the moon's energy, which I think I always have been. I just didn't really know that's what it was. But I held a full moon circle tonight with some women and it was super fun and I really enjoy doing that stuff. But um, I was able to, you know, come into this realization of the full moon's energy uh, back when I had my spiritual awakening because I started to learn more about like universal energy and as I've grown in my awakening I come even more in awareness of energy and how it works within our bodies and around us and around us in nature like really everything is energy if we I think I may have said this before but if we were to take off our um like earthly uh, lenses of how we see the world, we would actually see energy everywhere. It would be so freaking cool. So, um, I have really felt this full moon pretty strongly this last week. I always kind of start to struggle with my sleep the week before the full moon. Like I won't sleep like a full night, um, like, like a whole eight hours, I'll sleep maybe four to six hours a night. And I mean, I feel tired, but I feel energetic too. Like, it's not like I'm like completely dragging through the day after I don't sleep, which is so interesting. But another thing I really noticed, which I shared with the ladies tonight was like, when I struggle to sleep that week prior to the full moon, if I shift my body and this is so weird. I know it sounds weird. But if I shift my body and I put my head at the end of my bed where my feet usually are and sleep like upside down, basically, <laughs> I just thought of a bat. <laughs> Anyways, um, I actually can fall asleep 
that way most of the time. And so I feel as if maybe it's just an energetic thing. Like I have to like kind of switch my energy in some way to be able to be in balance. And I can't tell you why it works, honestly. All I know is that I just energetically feel different when I do it. So if you want to be super weird and woohoo with me and try sleeping upside down in your bed next time you can't sleep, I would love to hear how it goes. <laughs> and I know, you know, what's funny is my brother told me that he did this. And it was years ago he told me that because I told him I did that. And he's like, I do that too. So it's just, maybe it's just our family. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just him and I. Anyways, it is something I realize actually does help me. Um, so another thing that comes up with full moon sometimes is it will amplify feelings or things going on in your life and almost like a magnifying glass on them things that need to be healed or released and I know that for myself that has been the energy for me over the last week and a half and I believe it was last weekend that I was feeling super triggered like oh my goodness I could not get out of my like fight or flight mode and I tried meditating, I tried sound healing, I tried all of my go-tos, and I just couldn't do it. And so I realized that in order to get through my actual, it was like fight energy, I know what I was triggered by, I know it was my family, um, I purposely went into my meditation room and got a pillow, like my meditation pillow, sat on a floor and just screamed, just let it all out and just like cursed and yelled. And then as I felt myself getting angry, I started punching the bag and letting it all out. Like I was just not holding back and saying how I felt you know, these things feel really weird when you first start doing these things. My therapist actually has encouraged me to do this. She kind of taught me how to do this. But um, when you first start allowing yourself to feel when you have not allowed yourself to feel before, it is scary and vulnerable. And it's like exposing a part of yourself that even you are like almost like afraid of not I wouldn't say afraid it's like you're it makes you feel vulnerable to your own feelings like it's like oh my gosh I can't believe this is in me that I mean that's how I feel like I don't ever want to be like this mean person or like show anger like in the way that I do in these moments because I know how like I don't want to be around that so why you know I don't want anybody else to experience that from me and um but like allowing myself to do that, the freedom to do that in my own safe place by myself. It was really hard to start that process. But once I have allowed myself to do it a couple times, it's gotten easier. And it is so freeing. Oh my gosh. If you guys have not gone in a room and screamed and punched a pillow, you really have to try it. I know it sounds crazy. Maybe wait till like your little kids are not home or like if you, if you have a family, like they'll be like, uh, what is going on? <laughs> 
But even, like, with your kids, like, if they're feeling triggered and upset, like, take them in a room and be like, okay, let's scream it out. Let's punch this pillow. Let's do it. Like, let's get all that mad anger out and just let them go at it. Just let them scream. And, I mean, if it's at you, it's at you. Like, whatever. Like, because every time we repress an emotion or we push it down, that actually gets stuck in our body that energetic field within our body gets stuck with that energy and it does not leave until we release it. And you know, what is happening now with me is I've had years and years and years of repressed energy in me. And you know, our bodies hold all that. They, they hold those emotions. They hold those feelings. We may think, Oh, I've brushed it under the bridge. I've gotten rid of this. I don't have to you know, this is something I don't need to worry about anymore. That happened when I was five or that happened when I was 16, you know, whatever. Um, or even things that happen right now, like, in like, you know, the, you know, what's going on in your life at the moment. Um, all of that gets stuffed into your body. And honestly, I believe that's why, um, we get weight gained because of the energy like getting stuffed down into our body. I believe that's why we turn to food to comfort and alcohol and substances. Um, we might have like energetic outbursts, like anger outbursts towards family, or we might shut down. We might feel anxiety. We might have like paranoid thoughts. We might have all these things coming up in us. And it's all because we have this stored energy inside of us once we allow that energy to start being released and come out of us and um healing like that healing energy come out you know back into us we are able to almost realign with our true authentic self like with our actual true being like who we were meant to be as like little babies that came into the world like energetically aligned back with that non-programmed part of us and back into our conscious mind where we can actually function on a daily basis without being led by our triggers or allowing those little parts of ourselves to um, manage how we feel our emotions or how we respond to things and it is not easy is definitely not easy to do these things but it is so freeing when you do it And so that, you know, I kind of want to talk a little bit about triggers and I know that I probably only know what a trigger, like what that means because I worked in the mental health field because I was around this language a lot. And I know had I not worked in mental health, there's a lot of things that I learned and I experienced and I heard and I saw in that field with the world around me that I would have never known happened unless I worked in it. And so I fully know that almost every single human has a trigger. Now, not everybody's aware of their triggers or that they even have them. Um, but every human has some kind of trigger, whether that be somebody driving slow in front of you and you're trying to get somewhere or the 
woman or man in front of you and the line at the grocery store is taking too long or, um, you know, it could be anything simple like that. And then it could be the extreme, like, um, you know, being yelled at, like, you know, and you kind of repress and you, you know, become like you kind of hide yourself when you get into that. Um, and I know that especially women who have been battered or sexually abused or have been harmed in a way by a male figure or a male energy, they tend to, um, repress and hide and it's not a lot of lashing back out because there's a fear that if you lash out or if you do this that you will get hurt more and so women tend to shut down a lot of feelings and then men kind of and men shut down Billy too I will say there's a lot of men that shut feelings down but there are some that are you know more uh, expressive, I guess, <laughs> when they get triggered. Um, so you really, you can be in any of these. Um, another thing that you may not be aware of that can be triggering is a smell, um, something that you see on a movie or a TV show, maybe even just a noise. Like it could be as simple as somebody dropping something and it like your brain just gets triggered back to a memory and you may not even know what that memory is. It may just be like, I don't know why I flip out every time somebody drops a spoon, you know, like something like that. So triggers are so revealing of what we need to be healing and allowing to resurface in our emotions, especially when we're meditating. And one of the things, like, I to pull it back in with the full moon energy, I know a lot of people send out, like, manifestations during the new moon, or, like, I like to do manifestations during, during the full moon as well, but also, like, releasing things, because I know that, like, the full moon kind of, like, magnifies areas I need to release, and um, so when those triggers are coming up, instead of like ignoring or repressing or pretending they're not there, I try to pay attention to them now. So like last weekend when I was feeling super triggered and upset, like I was just anxious. Like I could not calm my body down. My brain was just like going nonstop. And I knew like, it took me a little bit to figure out I was triggered. But once I did, like I it was during my meditation, actually, because I couldn't calm my body down. Once I realized I couldn't calm my body down, I realized I really, really wanted to punch something. <laughs> like, I just felt this, like, urge to punch and to yell. And so I'm like, okay, I gotta go. And so as soon as I sat down and let myself do it, like, the trigger came out. And I was like, that's what it is. That's what's triggering me. And I just spoke it out and I let it all go. And so instead of, um, you know, kind of, I don't know, hiding our triggers, allow them to lead us to healing, basically. And just to bring this into the whole from religion to woo-woo kind of thing, 
Um, I know that when I was still in religion, I would have triggers and I would literally feel guilt and shame. And I mean, this still is coming. I mean, I will not lie at all. Like I still have those religious thoughts that pop up in my head because I'm really still trying to reprogram my mind from this. But like feeling a lot of shame for having my triggers, feeling shame for feeling a certain way, feeling shame for um, being upset about something or feeling anxious or angry or anything. Like I had so much like guilt and shame and, and like re- I just felt rejected and I would constantly try to like pray away all these things like just take this from me God just take this and Jesus name take this from me and like all these like pleading and begging and desires for all this to go away and it never went away y'all I even went as far as like we had like a deliverance team at one of the churches I actually two of the churches I went to had stuff like this and they were like kind of like a Pentecostal like church um they had deliverance teams where they would get around people and they would all like a bunch of people would get around you and like pray over you to deliver you from this whatever thorn in your flesh or sin or you know whatever's in your whatever it is they I don't even know like, all I know is I just felt bad. And they were like, we're going to pray it out of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sure there's times it happens that way. And I'm not going to, like, completely make fun of that. But it did not work. <laughs> and usually it doesn't work. People that don't actually do deep healing and just live in that shame of feeling like they have to be delivered of this. Like that something outside of themselves has to come and take it from them. That is not healing. Healing is actually going in and allowing yourself to pull out those things. Because the reality of it is, is this God that we, you know, picture in the sky through religion, this this uh, masculine energy, you know, this this thing that, you know, which, you know, I do call God now and I, well, I call the divine or the universal energy and things like that because I truly don't believe there is a he in the sky that is waiting to, you know, that loves me unconditionally, but that I am going to mess up and like have to like repent and like not make it to, you know, all these just fears that were put in my head. Um, but we have that inner EG inside of us in our own very spirit that is connected to that divine being. And it is through connecting with that spirit within us going inward into our consciousness pulling down our unconscious mind and our feelings, allowing our consciousness to come up that we're able to connect with these things that trigger us, identify them, and then release them. And a lot of times this does help, or it does, um, it is helpful to do with somebody. 
because it's hard when you are work. I mean, I, I do it with my therapist. I 100% do it with my therapist. And I have healed in so many ways, but I still have a lot of things to heal from and a lot of triggers that keep coming up. And I'm going to just keep digging in every single time that happens because I know every time I keep working on this, it's going to get easier and easier and easier. And when that trigger pops up, because it will never actually go away, I cannot be, I mean, I'm not going to say I can't be delivered fully, but the reality, if I, I'm a human being living on earth, the trigger that I have will likely always be a part of my actual body. And at times it will probably rear its little head and I will have to go back in and deal with it. But the more you do it, the easier it gets and the less you find yourself in those triggered moments. So I think allowing ourselves to get out of the mindset of this being in the sky is going to come down and deliver us from all of our problems or pleading and and like desperation that all these things be taken out of us I think that's part of our reprogramming because the reality of it is is we have full capability ability within our own mind our own consciousness our own spirit to bring this healing and yes it will likely take another spirit another human to work alongside you to help you at times but this is something you can absolutely do on your own too it's just as helpful to have somebody to guide you through it to come back in and check with and then work through things with um or even give like help you in direction on how to do it. I know that's what I've needed. So I absolutely love therapy. I mean, I have my own coach. I have my own therapist. Like I, I'm just all in. I'm all in for healing. And I just want to live the abundant life that I know I was meant to live. And I want every single human that I know to live their abundant life that they're meant to live, to find their calling, to find their purpose, to move forward, to feel freedom, feel liberty, feel all the good things that we're supposed to feel as humans because we really truly are supposed to be feeling good. We really are. So hopefully this encourages you all to feel a little bit more secure about yourself if you do have some things popping up to be able to help you be a little more aware of what this might be and then maybe some tools to dig in and bring them out. Meditation, sound healing, screaming and punching a pillow, being in nature, grounding in nature, like all these things help. And I, of course, am here. If you would like someone to work alongside, I would absolutely love to support you as you move through this. And, um, you know, I very much... And somebody that taps into my intuitive gifts when I'm working with people to help them. And I love watching people transform into their purpose. Like, it's just, it brings me so much joy when I know somebody else is, like, feels good. I just love it. Because then I feel good. I feel good. Um, so, 
if you are interested, of course, my link is in the um, profile. Um, leaflessons.org is how you can reach me. And, oh, and guess what, y'all? My book is coming out this week. I'm so excited. So be watching for that. Leaf Lessons When Trauma and Religion Collide, The Process of Spiritual Awakening and Healing is the title. And I'm so excited. So maybe I'll share a little bit about that on my next episode. But I hope you all have the most wonderful day, night, evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. I send you all the love in the universe. Namaste. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.